0: welcome that's 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 the word my brain decided to jesus christ welcome to episode 162 it's the last episode of the year and it fucking shows (laughs) jesus christ i I can't wait for there to be a year that i'm actually sad to see end yeah i I feel like we do this every year we're like well another trip around the sun yeah this was a dumpster fire (laughs) yeah yeah no doubt yeah (laughs) Um, it's yeah I mean it, it's like it's at some point like there's this, you know there's this kind of cartoon that just gets passed around the internet it's like from um, Tintin where it's like you know the, the captain is like at the bar going hell of a week and Tintin goes captain it's Wednesday and I'm like I feel like that's just the <laughs> yes. eternal mood is yes. like captain it's Wednesday like <laughs> For you older folks that are younger, that, that would be uh, the 30 Rock. Just replace the 30 Rock Lemon. It's Wednesday, uh, and you'll be all set. Um, okay, so this is our last episode of the year, and as is our way, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, kind of the the best of the games we played this year. We do have a small... Um, change in format um we were lucky enough uh, to be sent the uh, blu-ray for was it season three of creep show season three yes season three of creep show uh that mitch has taken a look at and so uh he he, you're going to talk about that real quick before we get into uh our kind of best games that we played uh for this year so uh, yeah Uh, uh, so i am not i i am behind on creep show so so season three was is done and dusted as far as shutter is concerned and this oh yeah the home video release okay yes yeah yeah it, it, yeah i i
1: unfortunately i'm not sure there's even going to be a season four at this point it's kind of some you know as we talked we you and i talked about personally uh, mm-hmm. i guess some stuff's going down at shutter um, and i don't i don't know that creep show does as well for them even though like yeah. a, you know as a show it's it's done out of love for the for the pro- for the ip for the mm-hmm. property and and not so much from uh, the standpoint of this does really well for them and you know uh, they have lots of money to spend on it um but yeah uh, so see so i love this show very much i love creep show as a brand um, yeah and i know you do as well yeah um i have a lot of fun with the show uh greg nicotero uh headlines it kind of runs it uh he also he always um he always directs at least one or two episodes per season, right. uh, and you know he kind of brings in, you know, his, his kind of friends and like genre people, like uh, uh, Joe Lynch always does an episode or two per season. Mm. You know, like he, it, you know, just just it being Creep Show as a brand, you know, brings brings people out even if it doesn't necessarily do a lot to pay the bills and, and stuff like that. Uh, and, and I love Shudder for that, just just keeping Creep Show going because it's yeah. you know. Creepshow is like, you know, it, it's it's up there, you know, for, for as far as like Tales from the Crypt and, and, and things like that. Uh, maybe doesn't have the uh, the respect or or love that that Tales got, but you know, HBO show ran Tales for I don't know seven seasons and, and put a lot of money in Tales from the Crypt, and this is yeah. you know kind of not quite that, but at the same time, you know, Stephen King thing and like you know Creepshow as a name. There's a lot of love for it, and and that's why I love this series.
0: And it's it's one of the only horror anthologies out there. Like we don't we get we get horror anthologies. You know, if we're lucky, we get a new one every year for Halloween.
1: Yeah, we get well, you know, like now, like there's kind of the new, kind of the passing the torch a little bit, you know, VHS and, and stuff like that. That we're yeah, that's also because of shutter.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, like I mean, Shutter's it's not lowers work. <laughs> it, it, right, exactly. It's not like you know, back in the day, you know, if if y'all were young enough at the, or sorry, old enough to remember, um, you know, the Hitcher or the Hitchhiker, whatever the fuck, the Hitchhiker show on it, HBO. Yeah. Yeah. We you you as a, as a as a young a youngster coming up you would get a weekly dose of horror and nudity. Like yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. again, those two those two distinct things rumbling around in your brain to cause uh, problems 10 20 years down the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and it's so or if you remember, you know, The Nightmare on Elm Street anthology um back in the day oh, yeah. freddy's nightmares freddy's Rise, nightmares like the uh yeah. the hellraiser yeah. anthology you know back in the day you got um, um
1: uh tales from the dark side tales from the
0: dark side even if the show wasn't great the
1: scariest fucking intro of all time exactly
0: like, yeah my god that right. voiceover <laughs> right so like like horror anthologies and then you know sci-fi at one point was was doing them with um god i forget they were doing something wasn't there like a friday the 13th that was also an anthology there was a friday the 13th the
1: series yeah that, yeah that was a show it had nothing to do with jason but yeah
0: right so like a horror it was an- kind
1: of it that that show kind of did the uh the conjuring thing before the conjuring did you know with the couple that like traveled around yeah like, looked Cursed artifacts and shit like that's all that show was.
0: Right, right. Yep. So like – and even like when, Superna- when Supernatural started Yep. before it got like super heavy into the mythology, like what yep. was awesome about it was seeing, you know, Bloody Mary – the Monster of the Week. Monster of week. Yeah, the Monster yeah, of the Week. Yeah, the you know, the um the hook hand killer. Yep. Um, you know, all Scare that's like, Scarecrow, that exactly. Yeah. Like all of that shit. So like a horror anthology as you know, back in the day as something that you would you would Uh, You know, for me personally, I'd come home from a night out with my friends. You know, I had a curfew at like midnight, eleven thirty, whatever. Come home, and there would always be whether it was on HBO or whether it was on you know, sci fi or whatever was sci fi at the time on cable, Friday night around midnight, there was always some sort of oh, horror yeah. well, anthology had, show. I mean you had USA up all night, like you had yeah. all that shit back in the day. Right. And and it's all just gone away. Yeah. So like it's to me, it's not so much like Creep Show is a great brand because, you know, reading it and watching it, you know, the movies as a kid was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Yes. But it's like this idea of keeping a horror anthology a lot like it's right. very dear to me, and it's like I'm glad, yeah. I hope they keep doing it. But like you said, yeah, you there's know. some stuff going on, which is right. But but you know the
1: and the other thing that Creepshow really does, and and I think that it, I think you know, like I said, you know, Creepshow specifically the first movie was was you know the the baby of of stephen king george romero Mm -hmm. and those guys grew up reading ec comics and that's yes you know exactly what creep show right in and of itself is it's just an extension it's live action ec comics yeah you know tales from the crypt uh, the 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 vault of horror you know those things um and and this is so this is season three uh it's it's kind of a lot of the same people that worked on the first two seasons so i'm not gonna you know go into a lot of detail uh on it um there were you know it, it's the same format there were i think 12 episodes and then two two short films per episode uh lots of really cool like practical monster stuff for season mm-hmm. three season three not my favorite i think two still my favorite um okay. just because two ended so strong with yeah. the, with the, uh, the justin long um uh, short uh, that Nicotero did, where where Justin Long had created that. Uh, it looked like a suntan booth, but oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Put him into classic horror films. Yeah. So uh, so that's like probably my favorite thing they've ever done. But but this season was it was pretty solid. My favorite episode uh, is is one that Greg Nicotero did um, with um, oh fuck who was in it? Um, James Remar was in that one. Oh god, yeah, and it I love was. Him. It, yeah, and it was one about uh, this guy was opening like this museum. Uh, he was a, a prop collector uh, from from famous horror films, so he had like some skeletons from like Army of Darkness, and like he had a lot. There was a lot of of little Easter eggs and nods to other horror films, uh, and, and James Remar comes in as a collector um, in he wants to buy certain things and there are reasons behind it and I'm, I'm not going to spoil it but that was my favorite episode from this season but this season was really good there was a uh, there was a uh, one with uh, this like queen bee thing and like these people who are like hive mind and stuff in this hospital it was really mm-hmm. good uh, lo- lots of good lots of good um, episodes from this season I really enjoyed it like I watched it as it aired so uh, I didn't I didn't rewatch the the episodes full disclosure for, for getting the blu-ray but what I did do as I typically do with these releases from RLJE that we get uh I got I dove directly into the bonus features and mm-hmm. um uh this set it brags about having over an hour of bonus features and what what it has is um 140 minute segment of behind the scenes like effects stuff mm-hmm. which was really cool um they spend a long time on Nicotero's um the one with the the queen bee in the hospital. Uh, they okay. spent a long time with that one, and they spent a really long time with Joe Lynch's one with the, the astronauts and the and the, the alien, which I'm absolutely not going to spoil. That's mm-hmm. probably my second favorite episode of the season. It's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has the it has the guy from True Blood, who's the brother Sookie's brother from True Blood. And I love that guy. And I oh, never okay. can remember his name, and I'm so embarrassed. I should know that dude's name because he's so good. Uh, but that was my second favorite uh, episode. Uh, and then you know the other thing that it, that it has um there's a i guess it was during covid when all this was happening or like you know the promotion for it or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so before the season started they did one of those and i've talked about this before they did one of those like uh, comic con from home panels like interviews oh, okay. okay interview panels uh, yep. so they did one of those it's about 40 minutes long it's fan fucking tastic mm-hmm. you know, like that's the kind of thing where like if the people aren't interesting, it's gonna be boring as shit. And yeah. I was I was hanging on every word uh, that everyone in this thing said. It um it was Greg Nicotero, um Maddie Maddie Doe, uh Rusty Cundiff, Michael Rooker, and James Remar. Oh and okay. it, it was hosted by uh, a guy from Entertainment Weekly, Clark Collins. I wasn't familiar with him, but a fantastic interview with those guys. Just just talking about what we're talking about, man. Just talking yeah. about what, what creep show means, you know, and, and how much fun they had. You know, working on the season, it was amazing. Uh, and then the only other two things were, um, there's a photo gallery. And my favorite thing, and it's been in all three releases, like I own all three. Um, but you know how the episodes, when they start, it starts with like that art artwork of the, of the creep, that animated artwork of the creep. Yeah. And then he's like, it kind of like gives you some comic book panels, mm-hmm. like animated comic book panels of what the episodes are going to be about. Yeah. So in each of the each of the seasons, the Blu-ray has come with uh, a mini comic of that shit in print. Oh, that's cool! And so it gives you kind of a breakdown of every episode and, and both stories for each episode. And uh, and this one this one had that as well. And like that's my favorite thing that they do out of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a mini comic, it's not, you know, right. but still, like it's just that's the coolest shit because like that you know it's not cheap to print shit like that, right? Yeah, and they they don't have to do that. It's in the episode, right? But it's just so fucking cool they include those, right? Uh, but, yeah, so it's out. It came out December 6th, um, you know, kind of like we talked about. They, it, they, I guess they had uh, a problem getting their copies to, mm-hmm. to send out. So I hope to have this uh, for last for last episode, but it showed up literally the day after. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's why we're doing it for the games episode. But uh, it came out December 6th. It's out there. And like I always say, you know, if you're, un- if you're unfortunate enough like me to only have Walmart, they may have the DVD. They won't have the blue, but Amazon does. Best Buy does. So yeah, I highly recommend it. It's a great show.
0: Sounds like a fantastic uh, last-minute Christmas gift to yeah. anyone on your list who is a fan of horror and horror anthologies. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, and you know, you you could I would say also get them a Shutter subscription, but you know, just check the <laughs> refundability. Please don't let's talk about that
1: right now, please.
0: <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, as, as we normally do, you know, it the, the last two episodes of the year, as much as I love doing this show, you know, all year long, the last two episodes are always so much fun because it gives us the opportunity to look back on the things that we um, kind of enjoyed over the course of the year. And, you know, it's funny how, for me anyway... You know, when we first started doing this show, and and I, I have you to thank for this. You know, my focus was definitely more on the game side um, and less on the movie side. But now, like the movie side is so much harder for me to to come up with a list for, and not because it, it, it's because I'm like, well, we don't have three hours to do a show, right? So like, right. it's not necessarily like it's it's funny how much like um like I still I still play games every day and I still have great um experiences playing games and I look forward to you know Wednesday night with you and you know Friday night with the three of us but or whatever yeah. you know but yeah, yeah. like but how you know movies have have really kind of almost supplanted games for me in terms of like the things that are giving me Good, bad, or indifferent—the most like emotional connection to. Um, So, so I feel like this episode for us is is kind of like, um, you know, I mean, there's still a lot of good stuff, but like, what I really am looking forward to is our next episode because one, it's just gonna be really hard to kind of like narrow the list down, but also like it's just, you know, it's always interesting to me. I feel like more so with movies and games like I will find out about movies that you watched that I didn't and now I I leave that episode with like oh shit I got to watch these things yes. whereas with games I feel like it's not quite the same like we're we're pretty much I mean, on the same page for the most part
1: yeah, but also, like, you play so much more things than me. And, like, every time we do the games episode, I'm just like, yeah, fuck, I need to get to that. Like, because you, you get through so many more things than I do because because Destiny just takes up so much of my, my time when yeah. it comes to gaming that, you know, it's like, it's, spoiler alert, but I'll talk about the Quarry later. Uh, I've still not finished the Quarry because a new season of Destiny started. I'm like, yeah. and I get so, like, I get so, like, worried that I'm not going to finish, even though I, I know I will. But I get so worried that I'm going to, like, miss out on something or not finish something in Destiny that, like, I stop playing anything else. And See, and, do-
0: and what I do is I give myself Tuesday and Wednesday for Destiny. So, like, Tuesday, like, 7 to 8, I do the new seasonal stuff. Then, like, when I watch some TV for 8 to 9, maybe I'll do Crucible stuff. Maybe I'll do um, – but I don't do as much stuff as you do. I'll do, like – gambit stuff whatever then like Wednesday you know you and I play we do our strikes and then I clean up like from you know when I'm watching TV Wednesday night so between those two evenings I take care of like okay here's the seasonal challenges that are kind of easy for me to knock out for the week here's you know like that type of stuff and then the rest of the time and and if I do that I usually am doing I'm I'm going up 10 levels a week So it's a 12-week season. By the end of week 10, I'm good. I've got everything I'm going to get out of the seasonal pass, and I still have kind of time to do other things. But I don't do the raid stuff like you do. You know, you go after more stuff than I do, and your hunter looks better as a result of it. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you, you you go after more of the armor pieces, the ornaments, the weapons, things like that, and you also are the, you know, you're the person who... You know, when we're like, oh, we're going to do this dungeon, you're like, I've already done it. Here's what we're doing. Like, you're our point man for some of this <laughs> shit. So, like, it makes sense that you're kind of doing more of it. But that, that's kind of how I, like, I kind of tie, like, if, if you talk about it in software engineering terms, I time box it. I say I'm giving myself these two nights to get done this shit. And then, when I'm done with it, those two nights, occasionally it'll leak into other days, but for the most part, that's kind of what I'm giving, and then I spend the other the other nights of the week doing other things Yeah. so
1: but you know, um, you, know I, you know we talk about this almost every year, so uh, I guess people have heard me say it a million times, but you know the destiny is is I don't particularly like look at destiny and i'm not going to bring destiny up again so i'm getting this shit out of the way early this year instead of saving it for the end um but yeah so this the so last season i finally kind of um got over my anxiety or like fear of like kind of reaching out and and trying to find people to do in-game stuff with and i and i joined a discord uh with Mm -hmm. a bunch of guys and i've had a fucking blast yeah King's Fall and and doing the dungeons and you know day one dungeon like for me day one dungeon Jesus Christ you know like that's you know, we did we did grasp on on Friday but like jumping into a new dungeon on a Tuesday I don't like you and I did grasp on, on the Friday that it came out but yeah you know just just playing the in game stuff and and doing raids and like you know getting more comfortable with playing with with you know, people that aren't you know you and Sean and yeah it's it's just it's it's been a really uh really like fun couple of seasons for me and and that comes from you know destiny isn't like when i say i'm playing destiny every day that's not gaming for me destiny is what i do to um to unwind and yeah yeah so like it takes it it it, it takes me away from everything yeah uh, because like you know uh i don't feel like i'm playing video games when i'm playing destiny like i'm just in my happy place and you know so so like when I'm like I don't feel like playing a video game, I don't feel like doing shit whatever, you know, if I'm depressed or you know whatever the case is, I'll play Destiny. Right. And I don't feel like I'm playing a video game. I'm just right. that's just what I that's what takes my mind off of shit. So right. that that's kind of the whole Destiny thing, but but you know, shout real quick shout to uh to Sick Night and and Sox and Sayin and like all all the guys that I've been raiding with and stuff every week like it, it's been A really fucking amazing couple of seasons um and like you know i'm legitimate like i've met new people and i haven't done that in a long time right and and i talk to them almost every day and that's awesome i'm doing new shit in destiny that i wouldn't have been able to do before because we don't have six people so right and and i wanted to do this stuff i just you know i'm so uh socially awkward and and not willing to kind of put myself out there most of the time um Right. Those dudes are so chill and like we just we've had such a good time. Like it's just been really fucking cool. That's awesome.
0: And that's what it's about and I think for me too like I get, you know, I'm so used to just kind of doing stuff, you know, solo, but also like I am aware of my I'm not a good Destiny player. I'm a frequent Destiny player, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not a good Destiny player. I don't care about mods and builds and things like that and I don't i mean i so it's
1: yeah, like I've, I've had to learn a lot of that stuff yeah
0: and, and so, so for me you know part of it is 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 me just going all right well like like it would i would be somewhat self-conscious so i mean i think that's great that you're doing that and that that's what it's all about that's what you know these that i'm sure that's exactly what bungie wants when they talk about these things is it's not You talk about the community aspect is it's, you know, you, you feeling, you know, finding a group of people, connecting with them, making friends and and feeling like you're able to do more than you thought you were able to. Like that, that's the whole point of it. So that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that being said, like, I mean, this list – I didn't put Destiny on this list because it's kind of like I don't put water on the list of things (laughs) that I need during the day. It's just kind of assumed, but it's part of every – it's like it's part of my life. It's – like I, I I I I'm excited when the new season rolls around. I get frustrated. I get you know like I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm annoyed. I'm irritated. I'm I'm yep. thrilled. I'm all that stuff. I can't wait for the new, you know the new expansion. I I love playing with my doll and doing different shaders and looks and you know the mods and this gun's cool and that's this and chasing the meta and all that shit. And I get irritated that I have to use hand cannons. But then I'm like, oh, hand cannons are actually <laughs> kind of cool. You know, like it's <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, so that whole it's it's you know I I don't even think of it as a game. It's like a hobby. It's like it's yes, like exactly. be, it goes kind of beyond a game for me. It's just like a part of my life every week. Yeah, so same. I mean, um, like I, I watch
1: YouTube videos. I read things. Like it's not just yeah. a game. Like it's it's yeah same yeah. here. It's almost a it's a second job
0: for me. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so talking about the non Destiny games, well, you have more of them than I do, so why don't you start if that's all right?
1: All right, yeah, no problem. Uh, I absolutely will. Uh, so, so the first thing I'm going to start with is one we talked about um, before one episode uh, this year, and then we got to the games part, and we didn't we didn't even bring it to fuck up. We didn't even talk about it. Uh, but so so there was one night I was sitting I was sitting here and I was kind of browsing. There was a sale on the PlayStation Store, or whatever, and and I came across this game and I was like, I didn't know that existed, uh, and it was three dollars. So, uh, so I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm buying that. So, so, so for, for people to know who, what Drunk Watch is, or people, maybe people who don't, uh, we started playing Overwatch um, yeah. on Friday nights years ago, and uh, we would have a few drinks, and because that's what we need to play PvP, uh, and, and kind of, things kind of branched out from from Overwatch into other games, and we just always call Friday night Drunk Watch, right? And I recommended, uh, thanks to Games of Gold or whatever the Xbox, you know, free games are. They they gave us a couple of EDF games. Oh and yeah, I fucking love EDF. Earth yeah. Defense Force is my shit. It's yeah. the most Dreamcast thing that exists on yeah. uh, in modern gaming. It takes me back to my my days of, of drinking beers and, and playing Dreamcast with Gene in the apartment back in the yeah. day. You know, the good old days for me. I love it. It's it's you know. You pick one of I don't know four different classes and you shoot giant bugs in like fifty. And 50s. I used to play EDF all the time. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, yeah. You, you take rocket launchers and machine guns and mech suits and you you shoot giant ants. The wasps and you,
0: wasps. The wasps. The wasps!
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's a fucking blast. So so I was on the store and I and I was scrolling through the stuff and I was like this this three dollar game pops up and it was called. Um, EDF Wing Diver, the shooter. Oh, and what it what it is is it's this kind of a mini game kind of thing where the Wing Divers are the are the class that I never played because you had to fly around
0: and they Not were like either.
1: super low health, super low armor, but super fast and and you could fly. Right, uh, and I, I'm boots on the ground, you know, soldier class, whatever the fuck that was called. Yeah, but the, the Wing Divers. So this is a, this is a, a shmup, a shoot 'em up or whatever you call it, um, set in the EDF universe where you play as a wing diver and you go through, it's only six stages long. It's super short. Okay. Uh, But there's multiple, um, difficulty levels. And, and as you play, you, you can upgrade your, your wing diver and you get new weapons like the same way EDF works, Mm -hmm. you know, with, with the full releases. But this, this came out kind of to hold people over before iron rain came out and iron rain never came out in the States. I had to import shit. Um, this, like the one time I've ever imported a, a game uh, uh-huh. was this game for PS4 was was, was Iron Rain, um, but this was uh, kind of a placeholder uh, and uh, super short, super fucking fun. Absolutely loved it. Everything that you love about EDF uh, and if you like shoot like shoot 'em ups or shmups, it's it's it was fantastic. It was mm-hmm. it was a great distraction for for I don't know like two or three days that I played it, but uh-huh. had a fucking
0: blast. Well worth the three dollars that I spent on it. I was gonna say yeah yeah. Wow. That sounds pretty good. I'll have to check that one out yeah e d f man that those games are a fucking trip yes <laughs> um okay, so for me i I kinda went so the way I compile these these lists, I do you know kind of three three or four things. One, I look at. I, I save every email I get from GameFly when they're like, "We sent this game, we received this game," and that's just me being anal. But also, it's helpful for this. So I look through all my GameFly emails, then I look at my trophies, then I look at my achievements. Um, yeah, that's what I do. I just I, put down my achievements and trophies list. <laughs> I might miss a Nintendo game doing that, but for the most part, these days, um, I tend to, with the exception of like something like Pie Cross, which I just I'm always kind of. To dicking around with. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, like No Man's Sky, I bought that um, on the eShop, which is a, a great port regardless of, like, the technical limitations as a game, especially now with, like, the easy difficulty modes where you can be like, I always have fuel to take off or, like, I can always recharge my suit, like, that type of shit, where if you just want something on the Switch where you're just, like, dicking around on planets and now that they've made it easier to, like, follow the... Um, different like story beats and stuff. Highly recommend it because you you know, before when you would play it, you know, you jump back in, you're like, oh fuck right, I gotta go mine this or find that. You can take all that shit out. So you just are like continuing where you left off where it's like go here and do this thing and you don't have to worry about, you know, mining or shit like that if you don't want to so um and even with all the pop in that happens on the Switch, it's still like fun to just Fuck around yeah, that,
1: with yeah, that kind of shit doesn't really bother me. I feel like that's part of the charm of the Switch, to be honest. Let's, yeah, you
0: know. yeah, me too, me too. Um, but the, so this first game I played um, at the at the end of last year and the you know kind of the beginning of of this year, and that's um, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. So you know, this was a game that was developed by um, what had been an animation studio, and you can tell because the character animation, the character design is really good. Um, and it's like an action RPG, You're basically like kind of traveling through this this world and trying to heal different parts of it. And along the way, you, you know, you, you're you're finding spirits, you're you're kind of shepherding them um, to the afterlife. But you know, Kina is also trying to uncover the mystery of like how this land got you know kind of damaged. Um, combat was very satisfying. There's a lot of. It's not like a Metroidvania per se but um you know you you are like um kind of going and you know the 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 powers and stuff that you get as you clear a new area of the, the forest is like will help you maybe like get new collectibles but it's not um you know it's not like a true metroidvania where you like go back and then like get new powers and shit like that it's more just like helping with collectibles and things like that but the story was great the character like i said the character animations the character design was really really well done and the combat was super satisfying um and it was one of those games that like it kind of like flew under my radar and then i you know when you you get a ps5 as i did towards the end of last year you kind of want to like play games that kind of put it through its paces so um, and it looked fantastic. So, highly recommend it. I think they put, they gave some new, like, free, they've been doing, like, free seasonal stuff. And it's just stupid things, like, you know, little costumes. You get these, like, little, um, like, um... It's kind of like the spirit of decay in the forest, but not like in a bad way. Like, you know, decay is important in terms of any sort of like natural process. It's what allows new things to come about. So these little like purple kind of like almost like little eggplant looking dudes and they kind of like in combat and in in traversal and stuff, you could kind of direct them around, but you can get like different hats and costumes and stuff for them, Mm -hmm. you know, like mushroom caps and shit like that. And so they have like seasonal stuff and they put some kind of Christmas stuff out. So uh, definitely, definitely worth checking out
1: yeah I'm, I'm going to just i i think we talked you talked about it when you played it um four, like when you first played it but that one that one i'm certainly interested in uh, i've just kind of been waiting for like a sale or something to catch it like because you know me i want it physical so i'm just waiting yeah. for it to hit you know that 15 20 bug mark but just yeah. just based on uh, you talking about it and in the animation and stuff like i'm super into that so i, I really want to check that game out
0: yeah yeah it was really good
1: so, um, so this, my next one, I hundred percent know you didn't play, uh, and probably never would. <laughs> uh, but I, I caught this on sale. Uh, I don't know who made it, so I apologize. Um, there's this game called Bloodshore, <laughs> and uh, uh, I just happened to come across it on on the Xbox store uh, for on sale for like nine bucks. And I watched the trailer, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I immediately sent uh, my brother. A text, and I was like, "Yo, look at this game!" Because my brother uh, is ha- is now and has always been obsessed with uh, the Sega CD
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and the full motion video games that came oh, on God. the Sega CD. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's his shit. Big time, he's into it. He 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 plays them until he he perfects them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he is the number two ranked uh, double switch player in the world. Last wow. that I heard, I don't know for sure if that's still the case. Uh, but he knows that game uh, by heart. He can do it. He speed runs it for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this game is called Bloodshore, and it's it's very much in the spirit of you know Roger Corman, uh, yeah. uh, Death Race, you know kind of uh, uh, movies. But it, it's a video game where you know uh, these different people. Like one guy's like a washed up actor, and somebody's an influencer, and this mm-hmm. that the other, and, and they're. This is all live action. They're dropped onto an island and put into this like kind of deadliest game scenario where, you know, they have to it's like it's almost like the Hunger Games, right? Where they have you know, they're supposed they're being filmed and they're supposed to go and, and find weapons and in, in mm-hmm. uh you know, the last one alive wins, the Battle Royale scenario. Uh it's cheesy as fuck. It's hilarious, and it's like some of the it's probably like it's close to the most fun I had for three hours, you know, all year in a video game because it's right. so fucking lame. It's hilarious. But I had such a fucking blast with it. That's uh, awesome. And it's, yeah, it's getting a, it's finally getting a physical release. So I pre-ordered that. But, man, it's, yeah, if if you're into, like, that, you know, full motion video, Sega CD era, just cheese You know, and and you like garbage movies like I do. Like this is the video game equivalent of that shit, Mm -hmm. and it's so much fucking fun to play. I mean, like I said, it's it's maybe two and a half hours long, right? But you know, you get to make different choices, and and it gives you the 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 way the gameplay works is like you know you're basically watching a movie, but it'll be like oh somebody will say something to you, and then it gives you an option of how you want to respond, or like what are you going to do next, or you know. Mm -hmm. You know, pick up this gun. Do you use the gun or do you give it to them? Like, what happens? Right. You know, shit like that. But um, it, it's so cool to watch your your kind of choices kind of play themselves out and stuff and how the characters interact with each other.
0: Right, right. Well, kind of, and this is in a similar vein in terms of, like, kind of the, the full motion video. One of my games on the list is, is Telling Lies. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's the Sam Barlow game. You know, he did her story. Um and um and it was you know basically you are kind of putting together you're you're scouring through video footage um of these you know four different people and putting together you know what happened to them um you know over the course of however many you know one guy like kind of It's like gets obsessed with this cam girl and then like, you know, leaves his wife and it's a kind of, you know, and it's and just the way that you could like search on different keywords and then make connections and scrub through the video. And, you know, you're hearing things and you're like, shit, is that something? And sometimes it leads you down (laughs) like a rabbit hole that leads nowhere. Sometimes it's a red herring. Sometimes then you start hitting on things and making different connections. And um, it's a short game. If you, and it's an easy game to get all the achievements, but it's like if you just kind of get it reminds me of like oh you know like 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 kind of like you know like blowout or something like a like a Brian De Palma film with somebody yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. who like you know is like you know given a job to like. Put together footage for a news story, and then see something weird, and starts like assembling all these different things. Is there actually something there? Is this guy just paranoid? Like mm-hmm. you know that type of thing. And it was it was really well done. It's easy to do. You know, it only takes you know a few hours if you want something that's like short, but also like complete. Um, you know, yes. it, it it definitely and and the performances. You know, for a game that relied you know pretty pretty much entirely on full motion video the writing was was well done and the performances were good too um so highly recommend it yep it it was on game pass um and um yeah yeah thoroughly
1: enjoyed that one too i it didn't i didn't put it on the list i think probably because i wasn't sure i played it this year or last year to be honest
0: (laughs) i looked at my achievements and my achievements said this year so Yes, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was. I, I
1: don't remember. Like, you know, th- th- what is time anymore? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> All right,
1: uh, so next for me, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put two together uh, okay. real quick. because they're basically the same thing. Uh, so in, in preparation, once I saw the trailer for the quarry, I, yes. knew I had to catch up. Uh, that,
0: that's on my list, too. I
1: uh, Had to catch up, so I ran through. So I did *Man of Dan*, and that was last year. And then uh, earlier this year, I did *Little Hope* and *House of Ashes*, uh, mm-hmm. and and I really enjoyed both. Uh, I liked *Little Hope* better than *House of Ashes*. Uh, See,
0: I, I was the other way around. Yeah, I, I, th- I I thought *Little Little Hope* to me, the ending of it was yeah, enough yeah. for me to go. Well, why did I care? Whereas *House, House of Ashes*, I felt was more, um, gave, gave you. The ending of it gave you, like, um, was confirmed why you should have cared about these characters while yes. you were playing.
1: Hundred percent agree with you. Hundred percent. And it came for me, just came down to kind of uh, uh, the particular story each was telling. Um, yeah. You know, I was more into uh, little hope for kind of the Silent Hill ish slash witch stuff. You know that's mm. that's more my jam. Not that I don't enjoy uh, uh, an action A horror, good alien vampire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know me, like bro. I love me some action horror, but like I get more into like you know, yeah, you know, the Silent Hill, witchy, you know, uh, supernatural stuff, and not you know, again, not that, that that House of Ashes was supernatural. It was it was the From Dusk Till Dawn to yeah. Little Hope Silent Hill, and, and yeah. I kind of you know. Silent Hill is just more my aesthetic, but uh, but both fantastic games. Uh, I kept everyone alive in Little Hope, uh, except for one, which was some bullshit, because uh, I pressed the button, but it didn't register. And then... Oh, it's the worst. House of Ashes was... Uh... So here's the thing. Like when I saw the trailer for house of ashes, when I finished Little Hope, I thought, holy shit, this is going to be my jam right here. Cause you know, you see Pazuzu and like, yeah, I was like, Oh, and I, you know, I never would have thought like, Oh, just, you know, vampires or vampire monsters. And I'm like, well, and it was great. Like, don't get me wrong, but it, it wasn't what I And That's probably uh, plays a little part into why I liked it a little less than little hope, but, sure, but you know, they're both fantastic. I thought, um, yeah, but yeah, super good, super, super fucking fun. I love super massive. Um, yeah. You know, everything they do, I'm going to play. And, uh, right. Yeah. Really enjoy both of those.
0: Yeah. Well, well, so you're in the middle of the quarry, so I don't know if that's on your list. It's on yeah, my it list. it is. It's on okay. my list. Absolutely. Like, yeah, so I'm, I'm
1: a little over halfway through it and it's still okay. made my list. my favorite thing I played this year. So.
0: Yeah. So so uh, I'll, if you don't mind, then I'll kind of talk about it. Yeah, please. Now, I mean, it is, you know, the quarry to me was like, I like, you know, Man of Medan and, and little hope and those type of things but like for me when you talk about like um until dawn and then these the dark picture anthology like like to me it's like the dark picture anthology are like the very uneven independent films or whatever Uh like that like Uh or whatever like the work you kind of do to pay the bill for the big blockbuster so to speak and it's like the quarry to me is like the, the 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 level of improvement between Until Dawn and The Quarry in terms of storytelling, you know, writing, facial animations, casting, all yeah. of it—it's like Until Dawn was one of my absolute favorite games on the the PS4. Yes, yeah, and yeah. The Quarry was one of the best games I played this year because it—they just take their craft and bring it to such a, a an amazing step forward. Where it's more focused, folk- like Until Dawn was, they were just throwing all sorts of different shit against the wall and somehow it worked, but yet. Well, it, you know, it's that thing where it's like,
1: do we have the technology? You know, or, are are we at the point to where we can do interactive movies, for lack of a better, you know, phrase, right? Because that's basically what it is. You're playing a horror movie. And yeah. that's the thing that, you know, we've, that's been like, oh, what if we ever were able to do this and this, that, and, that? and, and the fact that we're kind of there now, but that was like kind of testing the
0: waters. I felt like, like is yeah, this, but also like they had so many like, um, like it's like, is it a serial killer? Is it supernatural? Is yeah, story wise, you
1: know, yeah. I'm just saying, like, like just from from the technical aspect, would that even work? Right, you know, and and they proved that it does, and and, and so why? Whereas the story in until dawn was kind of let's throw as much shit as we can against the wall and see what sticks you know the quarry is is a much more refined and, and contained experience and again i haven't finished it but just from what i've seen so far yeah
0: absolutely and 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 so but but it's like it's it's yeah it's so much more focused than until dawn and it shows like they were like they, they very much said, okay, here's the kind of supernatural thing we're gonna work with, and then they ran with it. And I think mm-hmm. it was way better of an experience than mm-hmm. Until Dawn, where Until Dawn you're kind of thinking it's one thing, and then you find out it's something else. Here, it's like you kind of they, 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 they let you in on what's going on early enough yeah. to where you can be invested in it because you're not then going well is it is it going to end up being something else or- That is a great point. You're
1: 100% right. And, and me not having finished it uh that's a great point and you're 100% correct because they let you on they lay you in on just enough. Yeah. to make to to make you feel like you're able to make informed decisions while not yes. letting you know exactly what it is yet. Right. And it's it's fucking brilliant. You're 100% correct.
0: 100%. And and but it still has that Something happens early on, and you go, "Oh mm-hmm. fuck!" Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing when you play these games. Sometimes shit comes back to bite you in the ass, and you don't yep. realize it will. But it's necessary to me to to have to to let the players see things and have that just that little bit of worry: yep. is that going to come back? Like, yep. I don't want to go back and reload the game that kind of ruins the experience. But like. I, I know that rung is broken or I know that that window is stuck or whatever. Like, a, is that going to come back later? Am I going to be able, able to get around it? You know, sh- and that's the type of stuff that I love about their their work is that it's, it's not just playing something that ends up being like incredible. You know, it's not a, it's so linear that you're just like, OK, whatever. Mm-hmm. And some stuff doesn't end up mattering, and some stuff really does. And it's not like a David Cage game where it's like if you just do the slightest bit of poking around, you just realize how fucking fake it all is. And how much shit he makes seem important that just really doesn't matter. Like... It, it To me, it's like their algorithm to determine all the branching and what does matter and what doesn't matter because something that might have – something that I might have had happen in my playthrough that didn't matter ends up mattering in yours because yep. you made different choices and that's what makes it so great is that you and I can have a conversation about the same game and have totally different experiences and then that makes me go well fuck how do i have that or how do i you know save this person or not save that person or whatever so and that's the genius of it all is that it's like you can't tell where you 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 look behind the curtain and you're not you don't you know it's it's just magic yeah yeah yep absolutely
1: uh yeah, so I so I, I kind of wanted to save this one for later, but I guess it, it kind of ties into what we're talking about now. So for me next, uh, I'll do uh, another um, Game Pass game that I never would have played if not for Game Pass, and I'm so fucking glad I did, uh, and that's as Dusk Falls.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, just what a phenomenal... Uh, story-driven uh, experience. I was not crazy, and I'm still not, about the animation style, the stop-motion, yeah. like, motion comic, whatever the fuck you call it, uh, graphics, the style of the game. Yeah. Uh, and and it's a testament to the work that went into the story that mm-hmm. while that was jarring initially, I got over it pretty quick because I got so invested in the story. Right. Uh, and, and I had an absolute blast with the game. It, it, it delivered somehow it managed to deliver more than what i thought it would at the same time left me like at the end left me kind of like man i wish it had not ended that way or like yeah it it feels like this wasn't the full experience you know because it's weird the way that it ends but man i was like i could not put that shit down so there's no way i couldn't put it on the list you know for for stuff that i played because it, it you know it Starts kind of like this heist thing, and like there's some family stuff going on, mm-hmm. and and it, every decision, every conversation gives you choices of things to say and how you react, stuff like that. Man, I just got really fucking like tied up in the, in the the characters in the story, and had a I really had a blast with that game, uh, and and I wouldn't have played it. If it hadn't been on Game Pass and and shout to Mike, if it hadn't been for him, right, uh, I might have never even played it at all. You know, it was just one of those things where I just kind of was like, eh, there's nothing doing in Destiny today. Let me download this shit because Jay said it was amazing. Let's see right. what's up. Yeah, and uh, completely got wrapped up in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was I'm the same way. I played it too, and I I wouldn't have because I mean I'd played like. I played so many Life is Strange games, or as I call it, the misery – I call it the misery business because one, I love uh, Paramore, but also it's like every fucking one of those games like every goddamn uh, chapter is just putting two, you know, fucking marginalized kids through the absolute worst right. months right. of their lives and you just get somewhere where you're like, I get it, shit's rough. It's rough for me too. I don't want to be reminded of how shitty everything is all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. don't, this is not what I'm looking for right now. But, <laughs> but this one was different. It was like there, you could find moments of hope uh, at the end, you know, based on yeah. the, the decisions that you could also have it all go to shit. But sure. just knowing that the possibility was there of it yeah. not all, it, always I, being awful.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, and 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 the the thing that it does well is it comes down to characters. And and even though, you know, the the antagonists uh were not great people, you know, it, it did, did that thing where you, there was one kid you really cared about even yeah. though like it's not, you know, none of the shit was his fault. He's kind of dealing the hand he was dealt and shit like that. Yeah. And you care about him. And so, you know, that you don't want him End yeah up fucked up stuff like that and like that's so important for for a story like this and it they right. just the writing was phenomenal i thought
0: yeah yeah um yep okay so for me um th- there's a chance like this next game if there's if a kirby game comes out i'm going to play it That's basically how i live my life um one pink puffball at a time <laughs> <laughs> they don't all they don't all hit there's some that like i've played and i've been like yeah i don't like there was that one there was like a four player one it was like too easy uh because like the ai was just like ruthless but um kirby and the forgotten land i played that on the switch absolutely loved it like you know because with the switch can't do in terms like what it you know in terms of graphical you know it's not going to do a fully ray traced you know cyberpunk or something it's like but it still does a really good job with very colorful you know kind of fanciful you know those more animations. especially on the the oled switch with the screen is just so gorgeous and you know kirby and the forgotten land it's like the animations are fantastic the um the different abilities that they come up with the enemy design is great and you know there's a ton, ton of replay value there, too, because, you know, you realize as you go through stages, oh, maybe I missed this alternate path, maybe I didn't pick up this thing now that I have upgraded this ability. So it's like, if you want to just go through the story, you'll have a great time with it, and the the stages, you know, they have the little, like, you swallow a car, for Christ's sake, and then, like, you know, able Christ. to drive around and drive through things or jump things, and... Um, you know, it's like you swallow a vending machine and then you can shoot soda cans at enemies. And so it's like they're very um, creative with the the way they use kind of Kirby's powers. Um, and if you just want to go through the story, you can, and there's plenty to do. But then if once the story ends, you want to have an additional challenge and kind of go back through different stages and kind of challenge yourself to use the different abilities and, and get different collectibles. But also like, you know, there's a whole like second part to it afterwards. Um, if you want the quote-unquote kind of true ending, um, and you know, I think it's Hal Hal Labs or whoever. I mean, they do such a great job with the character that that um, I always give their stuff a try. Uh, and I was really, you know, kind of happy with this last one. It it was, you know, it was just really enjoyable to play. And and um and like I said, on that that OLED Switch Man, it just fucking pops. So um, yeah, definitely worth a play.
1: I have literally played no Kirby games, but the but the the almost like Mario Odyssey open world ish yeah. look to it, it was it seemed really appealing, and yeah. I've not played anything on the Switch this year really, so yeah, it's certainly something. The thing is, like Switch games never get cheap, man. like no, they, they never not. get cheap.
0: It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean you got the Switch tax, and then Nintendo <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Like
1: when when the fuck does, does the player's choice for the Switch? When is that shit going to drop? Like never. It's, literally it's never. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even played Metroid Dread yet, and I really wanted to play that shit. Yeah. Uh, so next for me, uh, I'll do one real quick that I don't think you played, um, but I actually had a really good time with. Uh, it hit Game Pass day one, I, if I remember right. Uh, I did buy it physically also for the Xbox, but um, that's the the new the, the spiritual successor to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the arcade
0: game. Oh, yeah, I do have uh, it. I started it. I just haven't gotten too far in it. Man, just, you know, if you grew up stacking quarters on the screen yeah. waiting for your turn for for the arcade Hell Yeah, game. between that game and in college, that and X-Men, holy shit, did I yes. spend so much money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Shredder's Revenge uh, dropped this year. Uh, a fantastic four-player, uh, maybe six. I can't remember exactly. Maybe <laughs> online six. Um, but just a fantastic, you know, throwback successor to to those arcade games mm-hmm. those, you know side scrolling beat-em-ups uh, uh with the turtles and you know they do this they do the thing where you know there's collectibles there's uh, you level up characters you know your your attacks get more powerful this that and other thing you unlock new moves stuff like that you know it's it's just it's it's not super deep it's su- it's very arcadey which i think is a good thing for this kind of game mm-hmm. um you unlock characters so you can play casey jones after you've finished the campaign mode stuff like that uh just had an absolute blast with it i you know i, I played it by myself and then you know, one afternoon i was sitting here uh with katie and we started playing something we played like madden or something and i was like oh let's play turtles and like we sat here for like two hours and just had yeah. a fucking ball you know it's yeah. just one of those it's one of those pick up and play you know just you can knock a level out in 10 minutes play as long as you want to kind of thing but uh, right you know Controls are super tight. It's gorgeous. You know the the graphics. You know throwback sixteen bit era kind of graphics, but like more modernized and stuff. It's just just it's, it's it was just a you know it's one of those things. Just like it's just fucking fun. Like there's yeah. no other way to say it. it. It's just so much fucking fun.
0: Yep, great game. Yep, um, yep. Okay, so for me, I have two games that I've kind of put in the same category because from a technical level in terms of um, you know everything on a technical side so the 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 environmental artists the the gameplay you know whatever the animations the voice acting the 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 way they look were absolutely phenomenal triple a all the way and so that's kind of why i'm adding them but in terms of like if i had when i was done playing both of these games if, if I had not played them I don't feel like I really would have missed out so I, I kind of like I, I I struggled with whether I should put them on the list because I had a good time with them and from you know when you when you see studios like firing on all cylinders and what they're able to do it really is impressive especially with with the ps5 when it's like you know kind of pumping out all the the textures and the frames as a kid You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. shit looks amazing. Silky smooth and, you know, fantastic voice performances and things like that, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, and that, that's one is Horizon Forbidden West, and the other one's God of War Ragnarok, and I platinumed Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I platinum Horizon. I don't think I did, but it's like, they, they were really good and there was tons of content there, but at the same time, I just was like, I don't know if it's like, you get stuff that's just so... Like, I think of, like, Hades. And I think of how much I loved Hades. And that was my favorite mm-hmm. game of the year before. And then mm-hmm. I think of these games, and I think of, like, how many devel- Hades development teams, what multiplier do you have to give to get to a team that makes Horizon Forbidden West? That gets to the team that makes Ragnarok? And it's, like, And I'm not saying that, like, it's like I almost like this year, like, the more, the less polished stuff, the smaller teams, but gave me something a little different or a little, you know, was more, you know.
1: They can take chances that sometimes these big studios
0: just can't. Exactly. And it's like, you know, and and so, but yet I feel like (laughs) if what you want is that huge, momentous, Kind of AAA experience with the AAA, the seventy dollars AAA price tag, too. Right. Uh, then you really can't go wrong with either one of these games because they are a testament to what these giant teams are doing. And I mean, I and like I'm so, I just absolutely do not care about the grim, dark bullshit Last of Us stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good they look. That at least these games have color. And hope, and you know, like, you know, it's like stuff like that. Like you know, they 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 take full use of of the color palette and stuff. So, um, so it's like on the one hand, I didn't want to put them on my list because I mean, from a the the how good of an experience did I have with them, I feel like I had a better experience with other games. But from the the, the standpoint of the 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 level of technical expertise the, on display right the y- spectacle y- yeah yeah you really can't do better than them so yeah both i have not played either one
1: uh, both are on my short list of things i'll get to early i hope next year but i'm, I'm looking forward to both i'll probably do horizon first um and, and i don't know for no particular reason i'm just more excited to play more horizon than i am more god of war yeah uh you know just because i loved the first one not that yeah. i didn't like god of war 2019 or 18 whatever it was it was a great game but uh the fact that horizon was something new ish you know what i mean like that <laughs> that world was something one had not i'd not ever been in before and you know i've d- I played all the god of wars before that one so
0: i think for me i mean i think it was more for me for horizon, for, for god of war honestly i mean horizon like i just i mean there's some of the there's just so much you know, shooting raccoons in the face and crafting and stuff. That after a while, you're just like, okay, can I can can I just like buy some pants? Like yeah. you know that that just got a little annoying. But yeah, you know. but at the same time, like I think about you know, I uh, mean, God of War has that shit too. Right. There's a uh, like nineteen a million not nineteen. I wish there was only nineteen currencies. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's something about Horizon. I don't know, man. I just really like the robot dinosaur thing. Like yeah. there, there wasn't a single time where I went to crawl a, or climb a tall neck or whatever the like they called it. Where I wasn't like, this shit is amazing. Like this is so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, at, at the same time, when I was on the nineteenth goddamn platform elevator thing in God of War, having to kill shit while this thing slowly, I was like, can I? Can we just? Can I just climb a fucking ladder or something like? Yeah. You yeah. know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but again, like you said, they're both amazing games. There's no like denying it. And, yeah. and I'm looking forward to both. I just think I'm going to do Horizon first. Yeah. But we'll see.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so next for me uh, is one. And it's, it, 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 you know, it's, it's as simple as things come. And it's, is isn't as addictive as games can be. Uh, and that's Vampire Survivors. It hit, uh, it hit uh, game pass day one. I think it's like a $4 game. If it's, if you don't have game pass, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's a, uh, I don't know. Horde mode, I guess is the, the, the simplest way to explain it. Uh, in Castlevania, heavily inspired Castlevania game, top down game where you're, you pick a character and they have an attack and you don't make, you don't attack it. It's on a timer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, you know, I briefly talked about it, uh, a couple of episodes ago, so I won't go super deep into it. But man, I am like, this is the ultimate. Like, just one more, just one more go because yeah. you know there's a timer, and the enemies are, you know, there are a lot of them, and, and you pick up power ups, and you don't know which power ups you're going to get, and uh, you know, typically how it works is every time you level up, you're given three different options for a power up, and you know it's very important which ones you pick, uh, right, and stuff like that, and it's so addictive and. and for me like the whole thing is the Castlevania aesthetic. Like I'm such a fan fan girl for Castlevania. Like I mm-hmm. love that shit. And uh, uh, this game came out of nowhere. I probably would not have played it honestly just based on like look I mean maybe but if it weren't like for like the console war fanboy dickheads uh, causing such a fucking thing about the game when it dropped, uh, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that, where they're like, "This is the new Xbox game." I'm not kidding. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait, that shit looks great. It looks like Castlevania. What the fuck is this game?" So that's literally why I played it, and and I got hooked immediately on it.
0: Yeah, I have it. I downloaded it. I just haven't played it yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I you know, it, uh, during the Game Awards the other day, they they dropped it for free on uh, on mobile. mobile too. Yeah, so I've been playing the shit at work. I is tr- it good? I wish, it is. I wish it was. Like cross save or whatever like oh, okay you know i've been upgrading my characters and stuff on the xbox but like on the on the phone it, it's it's you know you start scratching which is fine uh but you know it's touch controls The they're good you know there's no mm-hmm. buttons you just you just put your thumb on your phone and move it and that's where your character goes so it's right it, you know it, it works really fucking well for mobile this is a very simple game um and, and that's important because, like you know, I try to play like Game Pass stuff on my phone and shit. And I'm like, I can't do this, this touch control shit, especially like the analog stick thing. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Yeah, it's, me neither. So, so this is very it's literally like just putting your finger on your screen and dragging your finger around, and the character does what your finger does, and it's it works really well. Right. But it's just a fantastic fucking game.
0: Awesome. I'm looking forward to playing it. Alright, so next one for me, um, no surprise here. Um, this also hit Game Pass this year. Um, and that is Sniper Elite Five. Nice. I mean, I've been a fan of Sniper Elite games ever since I, you know, fucking no scoped a U boat from like <laughs> uh, you know, these games just do I, I <laughs> five is not my favorite because I feel like, you know, in just like as games get bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, I feel like sometimes the core um, experience gets distilled um, and there was just kind of a lot of times of like me kind of like running back and forth across a map because like there was some thing I had to do to open up the, the exit and it was just like not clear what it was but you know at the end of the day that experience of kind of like lying in wait for the perfect shot holding your breath seeing it happen and then that slow motion of that shot. And if it all comes together, or maybe you like shoot through two, you know, enemies into, you know, an explosive tank, you know, that type of thing. Um, I mean, there's just no game, like stealth games are all about the risk reward, but also the payoff. So like, you know, you're constantly deciding whether it's worth, potentially exposing yourself and how hard is it going to be for you to get back into stealth if things go sideways but also you know if you're willing to wait and and you get that perfect you know kill or you know if you think of something like Hitman where you get that chain of events you know mm-hmm. and, and to me as much as 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 Hitman is great as like almost like an interactive puzzle game where you're you know as as you keep playing you you can drop yourself in different situations, different stories, and things like that, like, Sniper Elite has that too, but it's like, Sniper Elite is just my jam when it comes to that payoff of yes, 100%. you know, yep. posting up somewhere, watching patterns, taking your shot at the right time for sound to be masked, like, all that, like, all those different things that you have to, I mean, the AI and the normal normal is pretty much shit, yeah. but um, it, it was still so well done. I, I loved it. Yeah,
1: I I haven't played one since three, but I had such a fucking blast of three, and then I loved watching you play four. So yeah, <laughs> I really I really need to do five. At some point. I'd like to do four also, but I honestly I kind of don't because like I don't think there's nothing I'll do in that game that's going to like surpass
0: watching you snipe a tank in the face. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I mean they didn't have like those kind of moments. Like I mean it's just I mean I yeah it I I, I, that was I really my
1: favorite fucking thing yeah. Like, <laughs> That's Maybe my favorite moment in gaming history. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I was so fucking hyped for that shit. Your reaction was so good. Like, that was such a fucking fun moment. I don't, I've, I've talked about. It. I think every year we do this fucking show. Yeah. I think I bring that up, but I, I can't help it. That yeah. shit was amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Like these games. I mean, it's just fun to kind of. And I mean, it has. You know, it has a bunch of the that kind of playground mentality to it too, where it's like. Mm you know um you know yeah. especially as you go forward and then you unlock different spots where you can come in and different tools and i mean like hitman it's just not as immersed like it's not as crazy as hitman right? Um, right but it's still that that kind of feeling to it
1: yeah you know and i, I didn't put it on the list and i probably should have but honestly like uh i got uh fairly hooked on um zombie army trilogy again this year on the yeah but on the switch i'd played it previously on the xbox uh, and then I, I came, you know, I, I bought it on the Switch uh, physically because uh, I got it on sale. And I was like, "Well, that was fun. Well, maybe I'll play it." And then, uh, and then I got, you know then four hit. I think four hit Game Pass. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's the same thing. It's it's just a horror version of of it, it was a, a PC mod of, of right. Sniper Elite. You know, uh, and man, I got super fucking hooked on Zombie Armor Trilogy mm. on the Switch again this year. I played. Like every day, I was playing that shit for a long for a while. I didn't finish it, but right um, because like the switch is like you know the switch is the kind of thing where I don't want to struggle and I don't want to get frustrated. So I just I put everything on easy and just fucking yeah you know just kind of zone out or whatever.
0: And oh, it's, it's like, great for shit like that. You know, yeah. sit
1: here with like foot you know hockey's on or something like that and just like kind of you know have have that shit in the background and just like chill or whatever. Yep. Uh, and man, I got super into uh, Zombie Armor Trilogy again. Yeah. Yep. Alright, so I have two more. I don't know how many more you have. This I only one have one. one more, so... Oh, okay. Alright, so uh, so next I'll do... Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, if we're going to do, like, number one... Like, I know these aren't in order or anything.
0: Nah, but, me neither.
1: You know, kind of my number one, obviously, would be Destiny. Uh, and probably... We already talked about the quarry. That would have been probably the, my favorite thing i played. But uh, I have two more things. The This one I'm going to talk about first is the one I absolutely put the most time into. Uh, I... I dipped my toes into the world of assassins creed nice uh this year uh thanks to robert eggers uh, the northman yes uh, i watched what a that great movie I don't think we did on the show but we fucking absolutely should have because that shit was fucking amazing yeah, yeah it was uh i got so fucking hype after watching that and then uh, i was like I was like, I need more Viking shit. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, so uh, I got a copy of Valhalla because I thought – because I'm not an Assassin's Creed fan. Uh, I loved watching you play Origins and Odyssey. Uh, in, uh, I, I had played the first two and then skipped the other Ezio ones, and then I played three because I thought three was going to be my jam, and I fucking hated it. That's because three sucked. Yeah, and I've not touched one since. Uh, but I loved watching you play uh, when you were streaming Origins mm-hmm. and, and Odyssey. And then I saw the trailer for Valhalla, and I was like, "Holy shit! If I'm going to play one, it's going to be this one." And then yeah. I still didn't play it, right? And then I watched The Northman, and then I found uh, a PS5 copy of Valhalla on eBay for nine dollars. Nice. And I was like, "That's well, a shit ton it. of
0: game for nine bucks." Yeah, that's Holy what I'm shit. saying.
1: Uh, yeah, bro, I'm sitting here at damn near 100 hours in, i the fuck i it's just, still not over. I just <laughs>
0: finished the... I did the final mission this past week, and I have over 200 hours in the game. Yeah, so at, so
1: at 86, 90, 90, whatever it is, close to 100, uh, I'm still not done, and yeah. I'm still playing it. Yeah. But, man, fuck if I haven't had a fucking blast playing this game this year. Yeah. Like, I... I Hundred percent have gotten back into the Assassin's Creed thing uh, thanks to Valhalla. It's a fan fucking tastic game. It's frustrating at times. You know yeah. some of the. Uh, I still don't love the controls the way. And here's my thing: like the thing for Assassin's Creed is is the traversal. It, it, it traversals uh, rough
0: Valhalla. <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, man, they didn't fix that. <laughs> no, it's, I, I was talking about it at work, and I was like, as much as like I would get pissed at Ezio like jumping off into nowhere Mm -hmm. running after those fucking tattoo pages oh god in in Valhalla like I never wanted to scream at my and I did scream at my television many times <laughs> <laughs> yeah same <laughs> i stopped trying to get those i
1: was like you know what no i, I like I my did. tattoos i like my tattoos i'm good <laughs> like, yeah no, i know I, i'm not gonna
0: 100 percent this thing i know i'm not so i just stopped i just can't i don't i didn't platinum it but i can't not like i i can't not completely close out a map area mm-hmm. it's just impossible for me so thankfully
1: for me like you know i'm okay with it <laughs> i wish i wish i had been okay with it yeah 100 um, percent. but yeah man it's i mean it's so good there's uh there's so many things in it that i i, I i'll always remember like the, the 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 witch sisters and uh yeah yeah man it's like oh god and and what was that what was that guy's name that was such a dick uh there's so many of them i know but uh he, like, killed, like, the, the king's son.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Um, that guy? Yeah,
1: Ivar the Boneless. Yeah, dude. That whole, like, yeah. that whole part of the game was so good. Yep. Like, yeah, there's so many things. Like, it, it, you know, and then you, like, uh, when, you're, when your homie, like, gets captured and stuff. Yep. And then you, like, could bang his wife or not bang his wife and shit yep. like that. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Should I? Like, I have no idea. Yep. And so, like, all that shit. Like I, man, I got so into this game, like, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And like you know, for for it to be a, a series that I had kind of written off a long yeah. time ago, and then my you know me, my dumbass, I went and bought all the others. <laughs> so oh, I've got really? like, I've got like twenty years worth of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, especially like I mean, Odyssey and and, and Origins. I mean, they, there's just so much. Yeah, that's there. Well, I've yeah. got them. <laughs> there, there you go, awesome um, okay, so my uh last game um it was also a game pass game, and um it was one of those situations where I was kind of in between games, and I was like, you know I don't always keep up on game pass, so let me see like what you know kind of there is for me uh to play and I came across this game called life. Uh, in or lost in random, mm-hmm. and um, you know the the character kind of design is similar to like a um Psychonauts because I tried playing Psychonauts too, and it just is not my thing.
1: I played that too, actually. I I played probably half of it, and yeah, it it really it just wasn't for me either. To be honest, it wasn't bad. I was yeah. just like, but,
0: but it's it's fine. But I I was just like, I'm not enjoying this. But but lost in random is is really. Just kind of well done. Uh it's super creative and just the story it tells is basically like, you know, there's this kind of like world and, and at one point in time this this there were like there was chaos and battles and you know, there was this magical dice and, and this queen ended up taking over and imposing order. But the way she imposed order was that, you know, there were these different segments of the world that corresponded to the number of pips on a dice. And so as you went up in the number of pips, obviously, things supposedly got better. But like, and then she would every year, she would pull people from like the the town with from only one pip, which was like the lowest poorest, she would pull these kids and then bring them to her her you know where the sixes lived and they got to you know they all thought they were living like a life of luxury and and you play this girl and her sister gets taken and she ends up going up through all the different sections of the world to rescue her six her sister and combat was like a combination of real time and turn based because what happened is you would buy these cards and every you had a magic diet you know die with you and as you were playing you would roll the die and that would determine like how many kind of energy points you had that you could use to spend on cards and the card might be you get a spear you get a sword it might be you put down an environmental trap it might be that you could heal so it wasn't you know as you went up through the the towns and you got more you know pips uncovered on your dice your die you then were able to do more in battle and then it was just a matter of like managing your deck and i'm not a huge deck builder person but like the the combat seems really convoluted and complicated but then when you start playing it it works really really well um and it was just a really good story really well written the, the character design was cool the way they they kind of like um like in the the the, the second you know where it was like two pips it was all about duality, then the third one it was like there was a war between three different factions, and so like the way that they used these numbers to kind of like talk about different concepts and stuff was just really, really cool um mm-hmm. and then ultimately, kind of where the story went and I would never have played it if it wasn't on Game pass because I never would yeah. have heard of it,
1: yeah, nice.
0: Yeah. I remember you talking about that
1: and I was like, and it's still just as confusing hearing you talk about it. Yeah. I'm not doing a was. very
0: good job of like describing it. It definitely is one of those things where it's like, you have to play it to, to yeah. understand it. But, uh, yeah, but I, yeah, it was, I, I, it not, was really cool.
1: Not me talking shit about you describing it. No, just, no,
0: no, 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 It's hard to, it is hard to describe. Yeah, it sounds
1: so confusing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so last one for me, um uh, another game pass game, uh, I never would have played it had him on game pass. I honestly can't tell you why I even downloaded it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm fucking glad I did. Uh, And that's death's door. Uh, we talked about it on the show. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a, uh, I guess action RPG, I guess is what Mm -hmm. you would consider it to be, uh, very much in the vein of links, uh, a link to the past, which is my favorite Zelda game, uh, on the super Nintendo, uh, you play as a crow uh, who is tasked with, you know, uh, collecting souls uh, for mm-hmm. the afterlife, uh, and and the game starts with uh, you run into this crow who's much larger than you, and he's like, "Yo, I'm trying to get out. I'm, I'm in a pickle. I need help. I'm trying to collect this soul, and I'm not been able to do it, and I'm kind of stuck here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it just like and it just tells you to go." And this game is... Uh, I couldn't do it. It was too hard for
0: me. <laughs> difficult. Uh, it is. It is difficult. Uh, <laughs> it's a problem with me just playing easy games now. I'm just like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, I know. I kind of oversold it, I think, uh, a little bit. No, no, no. no.
0: It's a, it's really well done. I'm just not good.
1: Yeah, I, I, man, I got obsessed with it. I was playing it. Uh, I I didn't hundred I didn't I one hundred percented it in that I did everything you could do except get all the collectibles. Oh, okay. So I got the true ending. Uh, I beat the whole game. I beat the game once, and then I went back and and I, I did the the secrets that were required to get the the true ending. Uh, okay. But just man, you talk about tight controls, uh, amazing gameplay, uh, these simplest you know, kind of, uh, premise. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not a deep story driven thing. It's, but it's, it's funny. Yep. Uh, you know, it, uh, the, but the thing is it's the combat and it, and, and it's when you fuck up, it's cause you fucked up. Right. That kind of thing. Uh, it's not like dark souls, some shit like that, where it's like the game punishes you for like the, like the simplest like slip up or like it's just it's just hard because that's like the thing yeah it, it's not that kind of game and i saw a lot of like uh uh comparisons you know between it's like oh it's linked to the past meet dark souls and like it's really not bro it's yeah. not that hard it's just you know when you, here's like it's one of those things where, like you're in, you're in a battle and you're like man if i just hit him one more time mm-hmm. that'll be it but it's like should you do that or should you have dodged and then yeah. gone back in for the hit later? Yeah. And, and you kind of, you know, you think, Oh, I, I'm going to get him. And then, then you don't. And you're like, well, dumbass, that's on you. Like you fucked right. up. Right. Uh, it, it, it's that kind of game. But, you know, I love the aesthetic. I loved the, uh, kind of the world building that it did again. I love the humor. Uh, you know, it's not, uh, it's graphically. It's not like the, the most like modern like gorgeous thing you'll ever see but i really liked uh you know the the character models and 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 the 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 look of the world that you and and it and it you went to like different places and Mm -hmm. i and i loved that yeah it it, you know you you didn't feel like you're doing the same shit even though you kind of were doing the same shit over and over again just based on like the different maps and the different places you went to it you know, it differentiated itself enough to where you felt like it was always something new. Right. And I was like always willing to, to spend the time to explore all these new areas and stuff like that. Uh, it's not a super long game. Um, you can finish it, you know, in like, I don't know, five, six hours mm-hmm. if you're not going with the true ending. But you know, overall, I think I put maybe 10 hours into it, but, right. uh, and I just got it, uh, I just got it in the mail actually physically for the PlayStation five. Um, they did a physical oh, nice. release for it. It came last week. So like, I, I probably going to play it again to be honest because i enjoyed it that much mm-hmm. awesome. it's a fan-fucking-tastic game awesome
0: yeah yeah i mean i i definitely could recognize the um you know like you're saying if you're fucking up because you're fucking up and i'm like i'm fucking up a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i was too initially i just i just kind of kept
1: i just kind of kept at it because i i liked the so you know it's like yeah the hub world the home world whatever like because it's like yeah. your job right as 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 a soul collector and you're in this place and this guy's like well you need to go over here and do this thing and so you're in this like black and white kind of uh place that are full of these doors yeah and then you, you go through the different doors and, and it's almost like you know when the wizard of oz goes from black and white to color like yeah you go, yeah and i'm just like Man, this is so fucking cool like i just got so into it
0: yeah yeah awesome yeah, I mean, it's one of those years where, like, I was talking to my wife about it, and I was like, you know, I feel like, like, uh, you know, in terms of, like, the games I played this year, I was like, yeah, I mean, there's some good ones. I mean, but movies, it's like, there's going to be, like, a fucking oh, ton yeah. of them. But still, that you know, being said, I mean, I still played a bunch of good games this year, as as yeah. this list kind of shows.
1: I kind of I thought the same thing, like, going into this. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to have on my list, because I didn't play shit this year other than Destiny. And then once i started looking at stuff i was like oh yeah like it yeah. It, it you know it, it it it's not as good as as years have been but the same thing like this is why i love doing this episode every year because i'm like fuck i forgot i played that or fuck that was really good and shit like that like, right it really kind of drives home the fact that while it maybe you know it doesn't feel like maybe there was a lot of good stuff there
0: actually was and you kind right. of forget some years are better than others but usually yeah. you find there's always something that you can find yeah yeah, yep. All right. Well, that's it for us, uh, and that's it for uh, 2022. Sounds like um, you know if whether you're you know kind of starting uh, Hanukkah tomorrow or celebrating Christmas or whatever, um, you know, have a happy holidays uh, from the two of us. Hopefully, you get some time off and get a chance to kind of recharge and reconnect with family and. Um, you know, I know, as I say every year, like, Mitch, I'm super thankful and appreciative that, you know, you're, you are you know, kind of uh, still, still uh, you know, sitting here with me every week. I mean, I, I love you, man. Yeah, you're my, bro. my favorite person, and, and I just am, you know, super appreciative for, for your friendship and, and everything you do for me, you know, whether it's just listening to my dumb complaints about movies or when we play Wednesday nights and I'm bitching about my kids, so um I yeah just, man love you know, too oh, yeah i uh, yes, really yes. appreciate it and, and i'm glad we're doing this and for everybody who listens you know obviously we're we're super thankful for you too and, and hope that uh you know you get a chance to uh close out this year and and recharge and reconnect and, and just generally you know uh relax a little bit before it all starts up again uh in january um so from myself and mitch um I don't know, what fuck. What episode is it? I already forgot.
1: One sixty two. Was it one sixty?
0: Uh, sounds. It doesn't apparent. matter. Yeah. Sounds. Best yeah. games. Best, Best games. games. <laughs> uh, so it's been episode one hundred sixty two. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We look forward to spending some more time with you uh, in the next couple weeks. So, from myself and Mitch, thank you again. Uh, good night. Happy holidays, and have a good.